All right, and welcome to Porter Tonecast, episode 47. We have been hanging out here in the shop, and, and it's just me today. We're going to go with a little solo episode. Marco is actually out uh, touring around with his band, and one of the cool things we like to do here at the shop is is allow people who work here to to spend time making and playing music, because that's obviously something very important for us, and to remain to remain inspired and to... Uh, continue to play guitar as opposed to just making guitar. That's one of the, the tricky things uh, about running a business and, and the dynamics that we always seem to face here. So today I'm just turning on the microphone and I'm going to talk a little bit about some business dynamics and some things that uh, as the owner of, of the business here that, that I face kind of day-to-day decision-making and how I organize weeks around here and kind of let you inside a little bit of the uh, the crazy mind that is uh, Porter pickups and Porter guitars and and all the things that we have to deal with uh, on a weekly basis and how we kind of uh, how we tackle each week because uh, they're never the same. Anyone that owns a small business knows that uh, it can be a scary thing some weeks and other weeks you're like, yeah, this is finally working and and you kind of go through emotional roller coasters and and all sorts of different things, kind of juggling juggling family, juggling uh, employees and and all the things that that come up. Uh, and that, so we'll dive into that in a little bit here. This is very much unscripted. We just, I'm just going off a couple quick notes, just some things I've been thinking about lately, and and I think it works works well to kind of do this uh, as a solo format, just so so Marco's not uh, not sitting there just ask, asking me questions and and all that. But I do want to mention uh, some of our regular ways to connect with us. We've got our YouTube channel. You can search Porter Pickups on YouTube. We've got a lot of guitar demos there. We've got a uh, shop build series. We're kind of walking through a guitar build that you can check out there. One of our semi-hollow labois, and we're going through each kind of section of the build, and even even honestly, just looking at challenges that come up during the build. We're showing you those and how we tackle them, and kind of letting you in on what it takes to build one of our guitars. For those who haven't seen the guitars, check out PorterGuitars.com. We've got a couple different models there, a couple different tiers and options within those models. You can also find us on Facebook. Porter Pickups, you can find us at our website, of course, porterpickups.com. You can find us on Instagram, Porter Guitars and Porter Pickups. We have two different accounts there, but you can find a link to either account uh, on each profile page there. So social media is a good way for us to kind of daily communicate with those who who follow us and, and those who want to see more content, quick sound clips, photos from the shop, pictures of Marco's dog and and all sorts of different things there. So you'll be able to catch us there with a with a variety of really cool stuff. We also have the Tone Community page. If you search Porter Tone Community on Facebook, you can find our group there. We have been slacking a little bit on posting in there, but we try to post some things from the shop and updates on these podcasts, things like that. So if, if you check those out, those are all different ways to stay connected with us. But we do appreciate those who are listening. I know that shows have been very sporadic. We're going to try to get get into the habit of turning on the microphone a little bit more. But part of what we're going to talk today about is is those dynamics of of the business and kind of from my perspective juggling all the different hats that that I wear and that my wife wears and Marco and and we have a small team here. We do really a lot of work. We do good work and what we try to do is figure out how to kind of make it all make sense for the the finances and the bills and and obviously the delivering the products that you guys are ordering and and so there's a lot there's a lot to go through 
and I thought that uh, we would dive into that a little bit more in depth today. And so if there, there's anything from this this podcast that really stuck with you, please let us know. Let us know if there's anything that uh, you'd like to know more about. Maybe it's one of our processes or it's uh, decision-making kind of things. I mean, don't we don't claim to have all the answers, but I think for us as a, as a small business, being creative and being um, very decisive in in choices and and the way that we operate has been one of the things that's helped us to survive. To be honest, and and I think that's there's something to that. But but part of it is is sticking sticking to it and not giving up, um, which is one of the challenges that I'll talk about coming up here. A couple quick updates too from the shop. We've we uh, returned from a guitar show in Seattle a few weeks ago. It was really fun to be there. We had uh, some really good feedback and response on the guitars. We've got uh, some guitars heading up to some people after the show there and, and sold some pickups to some people up there, met some cool people. We did a little mini mini tour of guitar stores in the Seattle area as well. So a couple weekends ago, we kind of stopped in about five or six shops. And one thing that was really interesting, we met a lot of good good people and good shop owners, a lot of really different vibes in each of the shops that we stopped in. One of our favorites was Mike and Mike's Guitar Bar. Really cool staff there, really cool format. A lot of vintage guitars just sitting out on stands that you can pick up and play. Um, not as much like uh, behind the case kind of feel. of the. Uh, so check them out, Mike and Mike's Guitar Bar. You may have the, one of the mics on our, on our podcast in the future. But yeah, good guys and really cool vibe, a really cool part of uh, town there in Seattle. Fun shop. If you're ever in the Seattle area, check them out. Some of the other shops we visited too were um, were very fun. We had a had a, a pretty good cross section of kind of the music scene there and the, and the guitar store scene there in Seattle and it, very interesting um, dynamics I would say between each of the shops. Some of them definitely more vintage focused. Some of them obviously newer instrument focused and kind of just seeing you know talking with the owners. I think when they find out you own a business, we kind of kind of have a little bit of a of a commonality, and so we were talking through just dynamics of the gear industry, or you know, competing with online stores, competing with uh, other stores and big box chains, and and a lot of very differing opinions on kind of what the state of the industry was, and and a lot of it wasn't really questions that we threw out there. It was just natural conversation that came up. Um, definitely some very different views, and both positive and negative about kind of the future of the gear industry. And those things are really good for us to kind of get a get a pulse of what the the music stores are like, and and kind of wait maybe where our products might fit in certain stores in the future. Um, definitely, there's a lot of vintage flavored shops up there, and and we're selling new stuff, so that that creates a challenge. But um, it was a fun experience. It was definitely good. If you check out our latest Porter TV episode, you can go to YouTube. I believe we have it up there now. Um, it's actually just kind of a, a run through of the trip to Seattle. We stopped in to visit Rick Matthews of Matthews Effects and, and popped in. Literally, he didn't know we were coming, and we stopped in and did a little interview with him at his shop, which was fun to see in his shop, and talked about his pedals, a little bit of the music industry stuff as well. And then we talked. We just kind of went through the the dynamics of getting to the show and a little bit of footage from the show. Um, you know, just from the show floor and kind of uh, our, our journeys there, we stopped at a couple places. One was a an old dealer that uh, had our pickups probably 10, 11 years ago, and they still had one of the original flyers 
from very early on in the business, and it was pretty funny to see the the pricing on each of the models, how it's how it's definitely changed, and how it was just uh, just me pretty much at that point trying to make it all work, and and it was pretty pretty cool piece kind of piece of Porter history, I guess you could say, at that shop. So check that out. We'll put a link to that um, that TV episode in the notes here for the uh, podcast, so you can link directly to that to kind of see the journey of the Seattle show. But that was a fun, that was definitely a fun moment for us to to get out there. For those who are hearing this podcast, um, we're recording this kind of uh, late October, so um, November 17th, 16th or 17th, can't remember off the top of my head. We'll be in, in Portland for the Rose Quarter Guitar Show, so if anyone's in the Portland area, we will be there with some guitars and pickups, and we'd love to, to meet you and hang out there for those who uh, who might be in that area or if you're willing to drive up and see us that would be great. Uh, we'd love to love to meet you. We did have someone at the Seattle show that had been kind of following us and watching our builds and hey, I've been checking you guys out. So it's kind of cool to just meet people who are engaged with our content and stuff like that cuz we're we're often here in the shop just just keeping our heads down and doing work and and sometimes we don't uh, we don't know who all is getting reached by the stuff that we're sending out. So we do appreciate all that and those who had stopped by as well. So we're going to jump into our main topic now. We've got uh, a couple of different things I wanted to cover. I wanted to talk a little bit about the dynamics of running a small business. Um, we know, I know in the past we've talked about maybe mixing up some business stuff with regular gear industry stuff, and hopefully that's helpful for those who are, are just interested in more behind the scenes. I know a lot of people want to see how stuff is made and and all that, but this is also one of the big parts of the business and in how we operate and and how we get things done and and what do we do when when things don't go our way and and curveballs and all that good stuff that happens in the business because it definitely is going to come and and a couple of the things that we've done to to make sure that 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 curveballs are are not devastating. I mean, there's there's usually not anything that's that's overly devastating, but sometimes. Things come and things don't turn out the way you want, and and it's part partly just making sure that you have a good plan in place and making sure that you're you're able to absorb things that happen and you're able to move in a direction that you'd like to go and the and the way that you feel the business is supposed to go. So we'll we'll flash for or do a little flash flash forward. We're, we're going to look back just a little bit to the middle of this summer. So I, I started meeting with um, a good friend who does a lot of business coaching. He's been in business for a long time, which helps too. Uh, there's a lot of business coaches that uh, haven't ever, ever run a business. They just know about coaching. And sometimes that is very dangerous in my opinion because you can. they don't have a lot of real life experience. They they kind of uh, are, are teaching from, from a book and not the school of life, which I've always learned better from people who have gone through it. Whether I observe someone that's gone through it or someone tells me, hey, this is going to come up, here's how you can handle it. And so this was kind of a mutual connection through a guy that does some CNC design for us. And, and so this gentleman came and, and uh, met with us for, for about 12 weeks from uh, the middle of the summer to just, uh, not, uh, just a few weeks ago we stopped and kind of uh, helped with a little bit of the carving up of the business. So in the last few years we've been making some big changes with adding the guitars, a new shop, We've taken on a ton of stuff, and part of the challenge then is how do we juggle all that stuff, and how do I juggle that as the business owner? How do I make sure that I 
stay sane and how do I make sure that each part of the business is getting attention and how do I make sure we're going forward and we have a crew that's doing good work and we're delivering things on time. And so there's there's a million different things competing for, for my attention and, and then in turn just competing for the whole shop's attention, trying to make sure all the things are getting taken care of. So we talked about things from strategic plans to you know spending time on the business and not in the business. So many of you have heard of that that phrase before where it's it's I got to focus on where we're going, what we're about, our values, our direction more so even than just building. Uh, my my tendency to be honest is to build product. That's how order pickups was was built is getting in there and learning and doing the work. And that is my default. That's my nature to go and build stuff. This has kind of been a big shift for me moving into that. Okay, now I've got to think about how this business is going to work, how we're going to move forward, what kind of marketing we're going to do, what kind of direction that we're going, what kind of values do I want to make sure that are instilled in in the way we operate, in the way we do things. Those have all been there. They've all existed, but it's been sometimes they kind of get put to the side. Uh, by nature, with a small business and a small crew, it's it's hard to figure out which things are priority and which things are not. And so really, one of the big shifts is just driving that kind of the, the economics of the business is making sure that we're selling enough stuff simply to keep everything going, to to meet payroll on time and all that. And, and that's been a big shift for us in terms of of that being more of my focus. So I've, I've been able to take my hands off of the business. Marco's done a great job. He's running the pickup side of the business very well. And, and we've been making some personnel changes, trying to bring in some new people and, and trying to just build a better foundation for how we get things done here at Porter. And, and it's been a challenge just trying to figure out, okay, how do we get these guitars done? How do we make sure this gets shipped out on time? And how do we juggle that dynamic? And my wife does a lot of our shipping, and so she'll come in and and spend a couple of days shipping orders out and dealing with like the bookkeeping and the back end of the business. And we've got to find a babysitter for her to get here to make that happen. So just just kind of all those little weird dynamics at the end. And, and really for me, it's just kind of making a list. So each week I kind of approach a week like, over the weekend, I'll look at a bunch of different things. It's like, okay, what do we want to accomplish this week? I usually think about, okay, what improvements do we want to make in the shop this week? What things do we have to get done this week? What what new strategies, what new marketing things do we need to get done? And then I kind of just prioritize those by the weeks. And so like say Monday, we've got to get this express order out that's going you know overseas and, and this needs to be the priority. And then we communicate with Marco you know he'll be he'll be working in the shop and building different different products and different uh, things in different orders, trying to make sure that people are are taken care of and and then for us just looking at that. Okay, so midweek have we have we hit our goals for this week? Have we made sure that we're communicating with each other? Okay, we need these parts. We need this uh, we need this wire for the pickups. We need to get this flat work cut. All those little things kind of have to fit together. And really, in in small business, if you take any time off. From doing those things, it can it can suffer in different areas. So if I take time off from marketing and sales, then obviously that may not happen. <coughs> Excuse me, there. I'm just gonna let the mic run. I was going to edit that out, but I don't think I am. 
but uh, yeah, so the, we're trying to figure that that dynamic out has been one of our biggest challenges. But really trying to make sure also that as we go through all this stuff, as we're as we're dialed in on building stuff and delivering things and making sure the lights stay on and all those things, not forgetting this has been our biggest thing too lately is just not forgetting why we do what we do. And I think that's been kind of the anchor point all along is is really defining the why of our business. And we're we're looking to build products that inspire people to keep playing guitar. And we're trying to keep guitar alive. We're trying to make people in, uh love guitar, modify their guitars, maybe get a new guitar and be inspired to create music. So one of the cool things that we do is we build products that that allow people to do that. And that's the fun part about the job. I mean, we, we need to make money, of course, but uh, the fun part for us is just really saying, oh, man, this is like, this guy loves this guitar. This guy got a new set of pickups and, and wrote a song with it. He recorded this album with some tele pickups that we built. And that's that's the fun part for me. So if you guys have, if you're listening to this and you you did some music, you love your guitar, all that stuff, that stuff keeps us going. I mean, we love our jobs. We love coming to work. We love all those type of things. But when people are like, man, I just love the way this sounds and thank you so much. And and that's like, that's kind of the fuel for us that keeps us keeps us going. That makes us always excited to come to work and and serve people that way. That's been our, you know, just just our biggest joy. I think running this business is, is seeing, kind of seeing that sort of inspiration that we had creating this this business is like kind of obsessed with all things guitar, and then seeing that translate into into others who have have then taken that and and uh, continued to play or or uh, you know m- made made some inspiration out of their their music and created new things. And, and we love that. We really do. And that's part of why, you know, a little aside here, but that's part of why we created the guitars in, in the first place is, is that's just that chase, um, that constant chase of doing, doing something that you love and needing to see it go through and, and wanting to have it inspire other people. So that's kind of why we did that. And that's kind of why we, we function we don't communicate that all the time, but I did want to share that with you guys uh, today because it really is the thing that drives everything, and that that passion is uh, it doesn't go away, and that's kind of the drive to continue to work on everything. Everything kind of filters through that, I guess, that lens or that decision making process. So as I'm juggling all these different hats, as as we're dealing with um, just dynamics and things that come up. We can't ever lose sight of that and forget. Like this is this is the reason that we have a business. This is the reason that we we do things. Um, it's almost never. Well, it is never financial. Um, if you're if you're doing something with a purpose, um, it shouldn't be always financial. Now you need to make sure that you 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 meet you make your ends meet and and all those good things. But the focus part of it is really um, really good. There's a book called Starts with Why or start with why I believe you could check that one out. That's a really good book. Uh, just kind of like making sure you define the way that you, the why of whatever you're doing, whether you're, you're doing a hobby business or a full-time business, just kind of getting away from getting away from, you know, what you do and more about why you do it. Now the what part is important, but the why should come first basically is with a kind of the shortened condensed version of it. So that's kind of just a look. I wanted to give you guys just a quick glimpse into 
some of the stuff that comes up. I'll, I'll go through more decision-making stuff and kind of how we deal with stuff. Uh, the biggest thing is just keep going all the time. That's that's kind of the theme. It's like, okay, this marketing thing didn't work out or this situation, you know, we had with some good exposure this summer with a guitar endorsement kind of thing. It wasn't really officially endorsement, but we had an artist play one of our guitars that is fairly well known, but it did not turn out in the aftermath, didn't really turn out the way that we had, had thought it might. Um, and so just being ready for things to uh, maybe not turn out in the way that you you had thought and that's okay it's kind of how you how you react to those things that really matters it's like okay let's pick up the pieces let's let's move forward and kind of just uh, just try to remain focused and then as we uh, kind of as we close up here I do want to talk about that focus topic just a little bit um, definitely everyone is feeling kind of that pinch of social media and kind of that influence of of a lot of things thrown our way every single day. And for us to to run this business officially, it's been it's been very important to remain focused and to to continue to make sure that we're moving towards our goals and and you'd be surprised the things that come up, uh, the the things that come up even in passing, maybe someone's like, "Hey, did you hear about this?" or "Hey, this this came up and what do you how do you deal with this?" and stuff gets kind of dumped on your plate a little bit and you have to you have to kind of sort that out. And really, I kind of like to think of it in two categories. You're putting it into a, a what matters and what doesn't. So if this if this thing that someone brought up doesn't matter, you need to try to put it, you know, be nice, but you need to try to put it away if, uh, if it's something that you have to deal with and you deal with it and you don't, uh, don't let it drag out. And that's always the challenge. Sometimes you don't want to, you don't want to deal with hard situations or, or things like that, but uh, it's very, very crucial to continue to remain, for me, definitely remain focused and remain energized and recharged. Uh, for those who don't know, my wife and I have six kids, and that's a lot of home responsibilities in addition to the Porter responsibilities. So if we seem very, um, if we look like we're dead tired in every single video, um, it's because we are. <laughs> and so, um, but it's also it's also one of those things that you you say, I can't, focus on these certain things. I just can't. I don't have time. I, I'm looking at my kids every day and I'm like, I gotta, I gotta get the work done. I've got to do good. And that's just important. So for those who, um, who kind of don't know that that's, that's part of the dynamic of Porter's literally we're, we're started by a family and we're trying to support our family with this. And we are, and we're trying to support other people's families as well. So there's a lot of, a lot of things like sitting on my plate. Some weeks I have these, um, I wouldn't call them breakdowns, but they're one of those those deals where you say, man, I've got a lot of responsibilities right now. What am I going to do about it? How am I going to handle this? How am I going to to um, tackle each day knowing that, that I just have a ton of stuff on my plate? And I found that the best way to do that is to, you know, one, to just jump in and do it. Um, also too is, is don't overwork yourself. So a lot of people will say, you know, you need to work 16 hour days and just take control of your destiny and all this stuff. And, and I really don't subscribe to that. I think that if you're not rested and you're not recharged, you really have nothing to give. And I don't want to give 20% effort. I'd like to give a hundred percent effort. So one of the things I try to do is make sure that I shut off, um, 
work. And it's very difficult. I never fully shut it off. I try my hardest to really shut it off and to really say, okay, I'm done thinking about this situation or I'm done with this day and I'm going to go home and, and be with the kids and play with the kids and, and jump back in at, you know, with my hardest the next day. And the other thing too is just finding something else that you're about, making sure you're doing something else. For, the, for me, that's uh, definitely getting outside and going hiking or going mountain biking, doing something that is unrelated to the business, uh, something that you know, for me it's, it's exercise and it's hanging with some friends and, and doing that kind of thing actually ends up recharging me and allowing me to, to continue to, to give my best to Porter. And, and it's important for me to do that. And I notice the difference when I don't take that time and when I just say, oh, I'm going to stay late and work. And sometimes you have to. Sometimes there's just deadlines and things to get done. But it's also, um, you know, like I said, finding that balance. And so that's just a couple things I wanted to share you straight from from my my journey as the the owner of this business. And I do want to say uh, thank you guys so much for your support. Uh, we always say it, but we always mean it. And it's very important for us to uh, to continue to provide you guys with these uh, these great tools for for making tone. We've got some new products that we're working on right now. Um, and we mentioned that Portland show coming up here in the at the 17th. We are right on the fence of, of doing winter NAM for 2020 as well. So that's very exciting for us is getting out there and meeting a lot of people in the industry and showing our products and kind of uh, making a big splash. I think we've been around long enough that um, it's time for us to, to jump in there and kind of do a bigger, a bigger event. And then in, in 2020, we're hoping to do a lot of guitar shows, a lot of uh, in-person events. And so hopefully those who are listening to this, we can meet some of you at these different events. We'll share more about those as they come. But that's really the big goal, um, kind of getting the guitars and the pickups out in front of people. One last thing I do want to mention as we close up here, uh, we've been really pushing that pickup chooser on our website. So if you go to our website, you can see a tab that says pickup chooser. If you're considering some guitar pickups for, for a project coming up or one of your guitars that you just want to sound better, the pickup chooser is the best way for you to let us know about what you have and what you'd like. So you can answer, it's, I think it's three questions and a little bit of just contact information. But basically what we do is we take, take those forms, we print them out, we look them over, and we send you a personal recommendation for something that's in your lineup or in our lineup that, that would work for your guitar. So you'll say, hey, I got this Strat, and here's a picture of it, and I want this sound out of the neck and this sound out of the bridge, and... And then we'll send you back a couple op- options for models and hopefully narrow it down. Because if you've gone to our website before, we have a ton of options. We have a ton of variations for each model. And so we're happy to help you kind of narrow that down. Um, the, the questions are really tailored to, to um, allowing us to look at that form and, and really narrow it down quickly once we see that form. So we kind of designed it on the back end to, to really have you answer some of the questions that we would have to ask you anyways to get to know more about what you're looking for. There's a section for like telling us about your gear. So we like to know what you're playing through amp wise and pedal wise and, and how we can match up a set of pickups for your rig and for your guitar. So it's, it's really cool. There's not much else um, like that specifically in the industry. Uh, We're trying to be a little bit different in terms of how we approach uh, helping out customers. So 
Again, check out that pickup chooser on our website at porterpickups.com. And uh, thank you guys so much for all your support, and we will catch you on the next Tonecast.